This episode of Hustle is brought to you by Design Inc., the best place to find creative talent. Need help with a project? Post it on Design Inc. and receive free proposals from the best designers, illustrators, and animators. Join the hundreds of companies and startups that have been connected with the perfect creative for their project. Go to designinc.com hustle and start your project today. Welcome back to The Hustle. Today I'm here with Matt Falk, CEO and Executive Creative Director at BASIC. What's up, Matt? What's up, man? How's it going? Pretty good. Um, it's been a while since we've chatted. We've been trying to get this uh, podcast set up for a while. We're both uh, busy guys, so I appreciate you making the time to stop by for a chat. I like how you put it. I, I've flaked on you a couple times. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> people be people be busy running their businesses. Oh, man. It's always on The Hustle. It's appropriate. It's this. <laughs> yeah. This theme, right? Yeah, that's true. All right. So uh, Matt and I met at Montu's, right? Yeah. That's right. Montu's. Yeah. yeah, I met right. at Montu's. Um, February of last year. Yeah. Uh, really awesome to have that opportunity to, to sit with you and Ben Klein by the fire and talk talk business. I, 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 uh, I live for that stuff. Uh, you know, just can't get enough of uh, chats with other agency owners, which I'm really excited to talk to you today because it's been a while since we've had another agency owner on the show. Yeah, no, it was good. We had a good talk then, I think. All of us come from very different angles too, so it was fun to kind of share some knowledge about how our about how all of our studios are ran. And no, I'm down to talk about whatever you want to talk about today. Well, I can't think of many people that don't know who Basic is, but let's uh, just pretend yeah. that they don't. Uh, <laughs> um, so, tell us a little bit about Basic. Yeah, wow. I guess I'll just give you the, the elevator speech. Uh, so, Basic is a brand strategy and digital design agency that helps brands position themselves so they matter in culture. Um, we're a team based down in San Diego. Uh, we work with brands like Apple, Nixon Watches, Beats by Dre, uh, a lot of the big kind of consumer-facing lifestyle brands. And um, really, we're just about doing good work with good people and having a good time doing it. It's really the that's the spiel. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I know that they only go so far, but you, the work that you guys do is award-winning. You know, it gets a lot of you know a lot of cred. A lot of you know everyone loves it. Um, you guys do amazing work. Um, did you uh, ever think that you would have a company, uh, a design agency, much less one that would work for brands like App- Apple and Nixon? You know, uh, yeah, honestly, um, it was kind of, I've always wanted to do something big. Um, and I've had this idea that, you know, of never settling. And years ago, I was doing a lot of freelance work and different things. And how the agency even came to be is a crazy story all in itself. But Really, I just wanted to do good work, and I knew that I would get us to where we need to be. Um, but I don't mean just good work as in pretty work. I mean, you know, really solving client business issues, aligning themselves as partners. I mean, all the stereotypical stuff you hear people say, but we've instilled it into our value system, and everyone we hire is really kind of guide us there. And I've really, since the start, wanted to build a company where people that get involved with us have a stake in it, a say in it, and really help guide the vision of where we're going. And I think that's how we've gotten kind of where we're at. Okay, so let's talk a little bit at that about yeah, that a little yeah. bit. How do you how do you um, how do you well first, what does it take for someone to get a job at Basic? Oh man, it's what really, kind of person yeah. you look for? Uh, people that are very entrepreneurial. You know, you got to have a, a passion behind what you do. Um, I don't really care if you've gone to school. Um, even talents, one thing I think it's more of an understanding of taste is something that we really take a lot of pride in. Uh, no matter what role you are, whether you're a producer, a developer, a designer, a strategist. Um, really is about taste and having a vision for what connects with people. I think that's the main thing we look for. 
Um, and that doesn't mean you have to be social. Honestly, it's just having an exquisite understanding of, you know, what's happening now, the trends that are going places, how to influence people, how to connect with people, and then just a passion for creating experiences that get you there. Awesome. So, um, what did, what did you do before basic? I mean, how did, how did you get started in, in the, in, in this business as, uh, in this design business? <clears throat> Long version or short version? Oh, whatever version you want to tell. Okay. Well, I've had pretty much every job under the sun. Um, but growing up, I was an athlete, um, was recruited for basketball, uh, got in trouble my senior year, uh, ended up losing some opportunities there. So I grew up in the Bay Area, actually not the Bay Area, I call it that for people that don't know California, but uh, Humboldt County, which is about six hours north of the Bay, so borderline Oregon. Um, and I was a senior in high school and just decided, well, you know what, the school just took a lot of opportunity for me, so I'm not going to let them make money off myself. So I moved to Southern California, uh, to Mecca, and enrolled myself in high school. Uh, finished high school, uh, but the reason I picked Marietta was because they had a really good cycling community. Um, so as a kid, I rode a lot of BMX, and after basketball kind of got taken from me, I decided to re-pursue that passion. Um, next thing I knew, I was a professional BMX athlete, and I was being in a lot of ads, um, highlighted as kind of a, a, a brand of it myself, I guess you will, and I fell in love with the idea of what that went into that, and so I just started doing it on my own. Um, you know, I, I also, at that time, that's when digital was really starting to kind of move forward, and so I saw a lot of opportunity there, but not just in the design side of things, but really the strategy aspect of it. Put my efforts fully, just kind of rolled up the sleeves and dedicated my life into it. I was bartending as well as riding BMX, so late nights, a lot of hustle, you know, just basically not sleeping to kind of chase my passion, and um, Started building just a pretty successful freelance business, which turned into me needing more help, which turned into a vision for building the agency that we've established today. So that's kind of how we got where we're at. It's just by doing right by the people that had done right by me in the past, I guess. Wow, that's uh, that's that's interesting, especially the 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 sports part of it. I don't. Yeah. Did you have a chance to meet? Um, uh, <laughs> did you have a chance to meet Andrew from Headway? No. Oh, actually, Andrew and I have talked a couple times. Um, yeah, a little bit. So. He's a, I think he's a big Packers fan. Actually, we talked a little about football, but yeah, I, I think he played pro football or maybe minor league football for like, and there's someone else I can't think of right now that also like, like almost went had a had a pro sport. That's that's pretty interesting. I think um, there's a lot of people actually um, in the design business that start that got that were that was highly active. You know, a, a lot of skateboarders. Yeah, well, what's interesting is you kind of develop a network. You know, because basically because I was sponsored. Um, a lot of small companies too would sponsor me and stuff and they would just have really, you know, put a blank shitty identities or whatever the case may be. And I just felt it'd be better. So that's why I practiced. I, I just, um, did, wasn't worried about the money. I was more focused on improving my craft. And so I volunteered my time and dedicated to just doing right by them. And that in turn led to, you know, a bigger opportunity and those bigger opportunities led to bigger opportunities. And, you know, and that's kind of how it all comes is just by doing right again by those that do right by you. Amen. Yeah. Amen. So, uh, I'm, I'm a personal question. I'm curious how, if, how big is basic now? So basic now is shoot roughly 35 people, 30 to 35. I don't know. We, it fluctuates. <laughs> uh, yeah. you know, we, not if it's turnover, but we have a lot of contractors that to come on board, but I think full time on staff, I think we're at like 31 or something. So that's, yeah, that's awesome. We've been so does it, small, does it get any easier? <laughs> does um, it get any easier when you go from 15 to, to 30? No. It's just, okay, so this is a fun topic. Um, throughout the years, you know, I've always said, oh, we want to be a small studio. 
And we still are small uh, in the grand scheme of when you look at the work we're doing against the people we're typically competing against for business. But, uh, you know, when we first started, it was myself, Eric, um, and a girl named Caitlin. Then, you know, a year or two later, we were like six people, um, kind of just <laughs> all working to do good things. And then from that, we kind of scaled slowly but surely and ended up at about 15, stayed there for a little bit, and now here we are at 30. You kind of hit these milestones where you almost double in size, you know, and people I've talked to now from 30, the next jump is 60. And it's a really interesting thing. Um, and part of that is due to the requirements of the projects and the scope and the financials to kind of support those businesses. But um, it's been an interesting change going from 15 to 30. But the challenge now is still the same. When you're 15, you're chasing a certain type of work. And then you get that work. So then you get to the size you're at. And now we're chasing that next level, which is more global stuff. And so we're up against it again as being a small guy in the big pond. But we, we carry some weight. So it's, it's fun. Yeah, uh, that's really interesting. And I know everyone has like a different number, but, you know, people that in different um, versions of a design agency have these different numbers of these ideal team sizes that are where you're the most profitable. And, you know, you got you know, I, I never thought I would be working on these kind of questions. Like, you know, I was like, I, I did this because I want to make design work. And then now, all of a, you know, I'm thinking about, oh, well, how much administrator overhead and how much, yeah. you know, like how much, how, how long does it take to close a business? And, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't really usually talk too much about fun size business on this show, but if you don't mind, no, let's talk with this. Since, since we're here, I have a question for you. And this is something that I'm dealing with right now. Like right before I talked to you, I'm having a conversation with uh, Maria, our head of operations. And we have this, we're at this pivotal moment right now. We have this opportunity to bring in a design director that it exactly fits the mold of what we look for in a leader. He used to run an agency. He built a product at this agency, sold it to a Bay Area company. Instead of instead of going that way, he fit, uh, fought the good fight. He's been freelancing. Like he's a great designer. He's a technologist. Like he's he's all the things that you look for, right? Yeah. But then it's like, well, you know, you don't quite have the sales to support these hires yet, right? And but you got to invest in growth, right? Like so, when you have these, I guess to be direct with you, when you have an opportunity you know, to bring someone onto your team that could really help you guys like mm-hmm. get to the next level. How do you think about, um, how do you make those decisions when, uh, you know, if the finances aren't, aren't quite there yet and, and, um, how do you, you know, cause it's, it's not a, you know, like to, to grow is hard. Right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's wow. It's such a funny topic that you're talking about this. We just brought on a consulting CFO. So it's a, it's a fun thing. Cause I'm looking at a whole different lens now. But what's gotten us at this point is just um, going with your gut and pulling the trigger on those people that you come across because they're rare. I think we've never hired out of need. We've always hired out of opportunity. Um, And it's partly taking a risk. And as a business owner, you've got to believe in yourself and knowing that it might get slow, but you're going to find the right opportunity to kind of push yourself out there. Um, I don't believe in luck personally. I believe you put yourself in opportunities to capitalize on opportunities. And so if this design director is that person who thinks a great fit and you really believe that he or she can change the game, then I think it's something that you need to look at yourself and be like, okay, you know what, bring this person on and whether it's a pay cut for myself or whatever the situation is, let's do it. Um, I mean, yeah. So I mean, it's um, thank you for doing that. I mean, it not only is it like really interesting to see how, how your mind thinks, but that's actually really something that I'm struggling with, you know? Um, and I, you know, I, you know, like, I don't know, like, 
running a design business is hard and you're, you know, you're trying to balance all the, all these things. And, um, I don't know, like you've been, you, I think basic has been around for what you're on, maybe seven years now. Yeah. Or? It's just like coming on. Yeah. Seven, so six and a half. Yeah. We're at four, but like, it's still like every year I feel like I learn more things, but then every year I'm like, Oh shit. Like I don't, I don't know anything about these other things. Um, but I, you know, I, I like, I like the, I like that, that being in that opportunity to constantly learn. Um, so, okay. About constantly learning. Um, how have you been able to ensure that not only can your company grow, but how does, how have you been able to ensure that Matt Falk is constantly growing as a, as a person, as a business person, as a designer, how do you do that? Yeah, that's, that's such a great question. Um, I've been, I mean, when you run your own business, you're forced to learn every day <laughs> just because you're kind of trial by fire. Um, I always say that mediocrity comes from doing things that are inspiring. And so as a business, I just, and it's also maybe built into my DNA or my personality, but I always want to be progressing, just moving forward in some way or some capacity. So making mistakes, uh, making sure I'm reading. Uh, so like this year, I'm trying to read a minimum of 10 pages a day, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's crazy how many books you'll blast through just doing that because those 10 pages turn into 30 with ease. And next thing you know, you're obtaining knowledge. Um, I also try and every month pick a focus. So what is my month? What am I going to study this month? What is it I want to learn a bit about this month? Um, because we, it's funny going back to actually one of the projects that helped put us on the map was flood, uh, which was a social news aggregator. And what I realized during that is you're kind of just bombarded with messages and news streams and information all the time. And so you're kind of passively learning, but you're not really retaining. And so right now my big focus is client services. That's actually everything I'm focusing on as a business, um, as well as a person. It was just how to build a better network, how to kind of align and focus on clients needs and just building relationships. And so I'm reading, uh, just all my thought leadership articles that I'm taking in and things are focused on that. All the discussions I have with the team or what we feel we could do better. Uh, what I can do better as a person to be a better partner to them as well as our clients. I mean, that's the focus this month. So we'll see where it goes next month. But yeah. Yeah. So it's interesting um, to you. I mean, I, we, we haven't had too many conversations about this, so I, I don't want to get too far no, no, ahead. No, no. But I, I think it's pretty inspirational. Uh, your, your title is CEO and executive creative director. Um, you're running the business, but you're also finding ways to, from what I understand to be involved in design, like what, what is a typical day look like? And, and how involved are you in the, in the craft of design? I mean, I don't want to discount, like everything is designed, right? Oh, yeah, like yeah. designing a, designing a customer experience that's design, like, you know, like designing teams that's design, but like, um, how often are you in front of, uh, you know, how often are you at making something yourself? Yeah. Uh, it depends. I've been doing a little bit more of late just to kind of realign my passion. I feel that, if I'm going to be leading a design company, I need to remember what it means to be actually doing the craft of it because things change also to maintain taste. I mentioned earlier how much value I put on that. Um, it's funny, you can become rusty in it, but I'm designing a bit more right now because I'm actually redesigning our company website, which is fun. Uh, a, because oh, I'm, man. Yeah, but it's, it's <laughs> we're shipping it in about three weeks. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's done. So we're actually just kind of fine tuning and code and doing a lot of that. So I well, can I have your old one? Can I have your old uh -huh. site? Because uh, I need a new website. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, so, <laughs> but it was one of those things where because I'm also kind of leading the sales efforts, um, I had to look at what from a design and business issue standpoint, you know, really looking at problem solving and uh, the team put together some amazingly great work. Uh, but just I, I, 
how to put my hand on it and do that. But as far as client work goes, um, I, I try to be involved heavily in one or two projects a year. Um, I do get involved in a bit of everything from more of a creative oversight point of view, just especially in the early stage of the relationship, just kind of define an initial strategy. Um, but last year, uh, so we're going to be launching the new billabong.com. I was the lead designer on that. Um, you know, I did some concept work for what we're doing with Fruit of the Loom right now. But, you know, I just, again, one or two projects a year where I'm heavily, heavily, heavily involved is the resource, basically. But then when the team needs to roll up the sleeves, I will. I mean, um, Chrome Industries, a site we just launched, as well as uh, Keen Shoes, we're about to launch their brand. We, the team was basically tapped, and I just said, hey, you guys direct me. I'm going to roll up my sleeves and stay some late nights and basically push pixels around on the tablet for you. To I fucking sure love that, man. Good. I mean, but it's part yeah. of it. Yeah, that's that's badass. Um, I, I agree with that. Um, I may not be as involved in projects as you are, but what the way that I have found to balance that is anytime we hire a new designer, I mean, whether it's like a, an apprentice or a junior designer or a senior designer or a design director, the first project that they do, they do with me. Nice. And and um, and the, I think the reason why I like doing that is a few things like first, like are the way the re one of the reasons why we're successful is not necessarily because of the design outputs themselves, but the process and in the customer experience is intentionally yeah, designed. Yeah. And so I, you know, I have to make sure that someone aligns with our value system, understands how we do things so that they can actually be successful, um, at the company. But, I'll, and it's also, a, it's good, um, it meets some similar things. Like I, I don't get as rusty, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I love that you're putting time into the into the juniors, you know, and the new people. Um, it's something even here at the agency we we need to be a bit better at. We um, we're good at finding people and getting a lot of self starters, people with kind of an entrepreneurial mind. So they kind of it's like a sink or swim. But Erwin, yeah. uh, who's one of our associate creative directors, um, as well as John Belasak, uh, our design director, we've been focusing on trying to implement systems and make sure we're getting more time touching. Um, the team, you know, just hands on looking at what they're doing, having them talk through it, helping explain things because, um, there's <laughs> trial by fire, but there's also something to be said for kind of guidance. And so, um, it's a, it's a fine line, but I love to hear that you're doing that. It motivates and inspires me to focus on doing the same. Uh, I just love, you know, like I've been in doing this for a while. Um, and I used to be the guy that did all the pixels, like all of them, right? Mm -hmm. Like at least 90% of them. And then I'm in this position and I can't do that anymore. And um, I try to balance it because, you know, like you, like at least right now, you know, for two years I had someone that drove sales, but right now it's me that's selling the company. And and I, I sometimes get stressed out because I know that we have really great designers and they're way better than I am. And I feel great about that. Um, and I know that I got to drive the bus, right? Yeah. And um, someone's got to drive the bus. Yeah. And, you know, I'm here about to be 40 and, mo and the average employee age in our company is like mid 20s. And I, I try really hard not to step on people's toes. I'm, I'm extremely obsessive compulsive. It's very hard. It's very hard for me to not to like go in and like, no, this is how you, mm -hmm. you know, you, you know, I want to do it. Uh, I'm sure that's hard for you, too. But um, uh, it, it's I it's inspiring. It's, it's great to see people running companies that are still doing what they love. I mean, I, I have this sense that if you weren't doing that, you probably wouldn't enjoy working in your own company. Oh, hell no. Absolutely not. Uh, it's, it's really about 
just doing what excites you. Um, and I love this. And it's fun too, just seeing what excites me as I grow and the company grows, you know, like right now I'm focused on client relationships and I never would have thought that would have been a, a thing that I want to really kind of double down on. Um, you know, I got away from designing for a bit and I get motivated to do that again. So it's just finding ways and opportunities for you to do what you love. Um, and also if you don't run your own company, there's still companies that'll support you in doing that. You know, I think I'm sure you, as your team grows and does different things, you talk to them about what excites them to try and keep them and move them in the direction they feel they need to go. I think it's, uh, it's just important for people to stay on top of it like that. It's a, it's, it's tough. You know, it's a tough, interesting business. Um, I, you know, I, I tell a lot of people that, um, and I'm sure you get bombarded too. A lot of people ask me, well, why, why is your business successful? Like, how are you doing this? And like, I have like, it depending, depending on the person, a few answers, but one of the more popular ones is I, I network like a motherfucker, you know, like, um, all of, all of our, all of our businesses referrals, like you guys had built a, like a brand that's so recognizable that I'm sure that like you got people just beating on your door. But I think when you're, when you're, when you're freelancing, you're just getting started. Like it's your, like it's you, people are hiring you, you know, like, and uh, all those relationships matter. Like it's not just about doing great design work, but treat that customer really well. Right. Cause they're going to refer you to, uh, you know, Nixon, right. Yeah. Or there's something yeah. else, you know? And, um, I, I think that's, it's, a uh, it's hard. It, it's hard, also hard for a lot of people that are, are, um, are shy, you know? Yeah. Um, are you, are you, are you, would you consider yourself, uh, like very outgoing or shy? Like where, where are you on that? Uh, no, I'm pretty outgoing. Uh, I'm comfortable in front of people. I enjoy, uh, bringing people together. But what's interesting is as a networker, I'm pretty terrible. Um, I can be a lot better. Um, once I kind of bring people in. So for example, how you and I even came in contact like that, that more of those kind of settings are where I kind of start building relationships. Um, I'm not the typical salesman like, Hey, I want to meet, let's talk. Uh, so it's been interesting, but you know, I wish in my younger years, I would have focused more time on networking, which is why I'm trying to do it now. Um, because your network's everything that you never know when opportunities are going to come and doing right by people and the referrals you can get. And also it's about delivering value to them and just not expecting something back in return. I think that's, that's one of the fun things, um, that people need to remember too. in this is like, look, just help people out. It always comes back, you know? So, yeah. It, it, it does. It really does. And it may not be immediate and it might be like two years later. Right? Yeah, no, for sure. But it's not even about that anyways. It's just yeah. hey, not being afraid to go out there and connect people and like-minded individuals. I mean, shit. That's, that's what world life's about. Yeah. Okay. A couple of questions for you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, fire away. So, um, these days in this day and age, um, people can go get pretty good design in a lot of different places, right? Like you can, you can, uh, Design Inc. This season sponsor of the podcast, you can uh, go to Design Inc. and you yeah. can get you can find some amazing designers there, right? It's heavily curated. Yep. Uh, you can go dribble. Um, you can hire uh, a small agency. You can hire a big agency. You can you know do that on and offshore. Like, what makes what gives Basic its competitive edge? Oh man, if I had that answer, I'd be in a whole different spot. Um, yeah. One, we, we really approach projects with a strategy mindset um, and not just strategy from a design perspective, but we fully engulf ourselves, our clients, businesses, and everyone's going to say this, but it's literally what has led to all of our successes. We don't just focus on what they're trying to achieve from reaching the consumer, whatever the solution is, but also operational efficiencies and things, um, which other groups do too. And so that's when it's like, okay, that's a awesome. And you might do that better than different people, but 
it's cultural fit, understanding, focus. I mean, there's so many different things, you know, like we've carved a pretty solid niche for ourselves with doing lifestyle and commerce. Um, and that came from us doing a lot of lifestyle branding. So we've kind of segued into that. Um, and also just dedicating and staying focused on what we showcase, what we talk about. Um, and so, you know, we haven't been an agency that's taken on everything. We've been really, very selective. Uh, you know, we have a very strong alignment with the millennial culture. You know, Adeline highlighted us as, you know, one of the best agencies doing millennial work in their uh, millennial issue. And that's true. I think what we've really focused on is being experts in small things, you know. Um, JD up an instrument, I read an interview, and he was just talking about his whole company and what they've done up there and his company I admire so much is small things well. And that's how you're in trust and you continue to improve every day. And so I've used that as motivation for me and what we're doing here. So and did, that was did, you say, did but, you say small things well? Is yes, that what you said? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So everybody's always trying to do the big thing. You know, like what's the big thing you're doing? What's the big idea? Fuck the big idea. If you do a bunch of small ideas really well, they become something big. Um, and so that's what we're yeah. trying to do here with the company. You know, I mean, look at Nixon, the work we did with them. It wasn't anything groundbreaking. Uh, we just brought a different approach to it from a merchandising standpoint and then just little subtle, you know, delightful interactions that people hadn't really thought of yet. But those small details made the overall experience so much better. And that's why people now are emulating what we kind of did, you know, what now, three years ago. So it's pretty fun to think that way. And that's, that's what has driven our company. Yeah, that, that's great. I want to get back to some another thing you said just yeah. a second ago. You said you fully engulf yourself in their businesses. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think I have an idea of what you're talking about, but and and you don't have to necessarily give a client's name away, but say a little bit more about what that actually means. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, for every client, it means something different. Um, when you look at structuring a relationship, it's really about solving their business issues. So, um, and sometimes the partners that you're working with and clients don't know what those business issues are. They might have an idea of it. So, they might be saying, "Oh, we're having a hard time reaching this audience." Okay, well, what our job is as agencies and as consultants and as strategists is to look at what they're saying and take it a step further. Is it because they're reaching the wrong audience? Is it because what their brand stands for doesn't align with what their audience stands for? Or is it because the activation strategy is wrong? Or is it because their website sucks or the technology behind it isn't right? So it's really about looking at things from all angles and just really having those very deep conversations to really become an expert in their business as well as the industry you're trying to reach. And then from there, defining a roadmap that you can adapt and evolve as you go. And that's, that's the nuts and bolts of engulfing yourself in the client business. All right. So Matt Falk knows how to do that, but you're growing your team and you want them to do that. Like you want them to be in the business, like not just doing great design work, being, being a great consultant and a, and a strategist. Um, how do you make sure that your team knows how to do that? Um, is it just like, did you, did you do a lot of like general, like leveling up of people or did you like hire specialists to with that sort of mindset like how did you make sure how do you make sure that your agency at 50 something can do that really well yeah it's about putting people in the right spot understanding personality i think my biggest strength as a leader is um my understanding of people and getting them around the behind a cause and so i've also been you know pretty good at putting people where we need them to be it's how our agency's kind of gotten where we are um but i think it's about allowing people to kind of level up, as you mentioned, you know, give an opportunity to kind of be involved in that and learn. And also kind of, the, again, sink or swim. We've pushed some people off into the deep end where you're forced to learn it. I think it's the, it's survival, but it's not in a bad way like we're going to fire them, but they're going to really force themselves to kind of get aligned with it. And um, I'm not answering this question exactly the way I wanted to, but 
really it's how can I let me think about it for a second. We A have our clients involved in the discovery process, or not our clients, but our designers in the discovery process. But our strategists and our creative directors and stuff facilitate and lead those motions. And so as the team's working on it, they're constantly getting things not approved internally or we're pointing poles at why the design approaches are wrong because of the strategy. So we're always rationalizing our directions and our, our insights based on what we've learned. And so they're getting forced into changing what they're doing because of the strategic, that, that strategic thinking. And that's where we kind of grow things that way. That was a rant. But, but. I, yeah, that's another thing that I, I realize, um, I've, I've realized more. Uh, and I don't know if you're seeing this, but I'm definitely seeing a year by year progression into people hiring companies like yours and mine, probably for these strategic things, right? Like mm-hmm. some of them are hard to, hard to define. Um, and I don't know, from my perspective, I didn't really predict that. Like um, when I, when we started doing this, we were hired because, you know, we were, we des- were experts in mobile design. And at the time, like that was fairly unique. Mm-hmm. And, um, but now it's not, you know, like, a lot of a lot of the teams that hire us are, are you know they're design leaders or engineering leaders and they have they have like designers and they're looking for more something more like what does the future look like like you know fuck the the next dot release of this <laughs> app like what like how does this like yeah. how do we be successful like or what is it yeah. you know like i don't know so i've real i've realized i'm learning how that's probably the next thing that i i, I got to figure out somehow so you know, where, do you, um, where do you see you guys going i mean as your agency is moving forward um, and design is becoming what could be almost looked at as a commoditization of our industry. Uh, well, I, I think a lot of uh, industries have seen it before, you know, like um, the web design industry, for example. I mean, you, you've definitely found a way to to counteract that by like having a, a, a specific like value proposition. But, you know, think about it like, you know, what, you know, what if you what would what would a website cost? What would Nixon redesign cost in 2006? Yep. Right. A lot more, right? And um, same thing right now is happening with mobile, whether people realize it or not. Um, it's um, if you're just talking about making an app, um, people are hiring internally, you know, like, and that's definitely that's definitely happening. And I, I actually have a an article about this that I'm writing that I, I hope to publish soon. But a lot of okay, so rewind. A lot of the companies that hire us, um, a lot different than the companies that are hiring you. Like we're usually hired by uh, product teams at tech companies. I'll just say tech company. It could be like a big Bay Area tech company or it could be a startup. But there's one common thread. They're all product teams. They're all making product. And they're they're uh and they're they're designers or they're engineers. And so a lot of them, most of them have hire, hiring internally, but their designers are focused on the next release of the thing. Um, because the executives know that there's an ROI there, right? Yeah, yeah. And what's but the problem is, and the opportunity I think for agencies is to be thinking about the future, because no, they're so focused on shipping updates, no one's thinking about the future. Yep. Yeah, you need to think about the future, but align with the present. It's it's an interesting challenge. So it's weird, and I don't know what it is, but like four years ago when we started, it was all apps. Right, it was all web apps, all mobile apps. Um, And when I look back at what we did in twenty sixteen, it was like. 70% 70% apps, 30% something else. And these, these other things are, are weird, right? Like, like we've been, we've been doing things that go way beyond what we thought we ever would do, like making video, you know, producing videos and, and, um, 
you know, to solve a business problem one time for a customer that we thought would be a digital solution ended up being a analog solution. Yeah. yeah. A, a card game, right? Yeah. Like, like learning game mechanics and making it like, I never thought we'd be doing that kind of stuff. So I, I think that for our company this year and next year, that it's, it's probably going to be some sort of 60, 40, 50, 50 balance between production of making a thing and, mm-hmm. and, and ideating and, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah. No, it's, it's, I, I agree. It's, um, it's a shift from being service focused to solution focused and, being, you know, um, RJ does a good job of talking about this. They believe their model is to find the best talent in the world for whatever the task is at hand. And so, yeah, they have internal people, but they also go and outsource things to different agencies. But they, you know, you come to them with an idea or a problem and they focus on the issue and then decide the stuff, like the solution, whether it's an event, a new brand, a name, uh, e-com platform, a new app. I mean, that's that it's more consultancy than it is agency. I just saw a tweet the other day that said that's the future of agencies is to become consultancies. And I agree 100%. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's in the way that I'm starting to like, I used to be really like adamant about, Oh, we only do mobile, you know, and then you, you, you hire like someone that's so badass at like doing brand identity and in the, like, we ended up doing a, like a brand identity for a very well-known gaming company. Like, Holy shit, we did that. Mm -hmm. Like we did that branding. Oh God, man. I, you know, like, and so I, at this point I'm just happy to like solve anything that's interesting. Yeah. Anything, you know, I, I don't know. Like, I'll, you know, I'm, I'm open to whatever, you know. Yeah, it's awesome. That's but, a good place uh, to be. Uh, what about you guys? I mean, where do you, I mean, do you, do you see any, um, it sounds like you guys are very aggressively, you know, you know, you have an aggressive focus and that's great. Like, uh, do you see any changes um, at basic and the types um, of work you'll be doing in the future? It's going to adapt as our clients needs to. Um, we definitely are trying to become more ingrained as a, uh, strategic partner with clients um, in every capacity from, you know, monetization strategies to um, helping them understand their audiences more to creating touch points that get them there. So, um, you know, people know us for a lot of our digital experiences, but what got us here was our, you know, brand background and our world and doing that. And so uh, just by staying focused and true to being smarter with what's happening in business and how to transform businesses for clients, I think is the direction our company's going to head. What that means is who knows? I've never had a, a road plan in that sense. Uh, yeah. It will be fun to see, but yeah, I think um, have an eye for the future and just trying to notice trends as they come and go. It's, it's key. And, you know, like we're a project agency, um, which, you know, is actually working out for us because the agency of record kind of model is going away. It's a lot more project focused work because there's so many studios like ours, you know, both of ours that, are doing good things. And so just trying to be top of mind is kind of our goal is build our brand some more and um, continue to do that by doing great work. Have you ever had someone you really wanted to work with tell you that you're too small a company? Oh man. Um, not directly. Uh, we've been involved in kind of RFP discussions and different things where they've gone a different direction. And I do think it was because of size. Um, you know, because if you're a CMO at a company and you've got this group versus another group um, and they both do great work and they both seem to be a cultural fit, um, but one has seven offices across seven different regions and it's a global effort and the other one only has one and would have to network and meet new groups to kind of get that going, you're going to go with the other one because the size. And so I think there is a bit of that that has happened, um, but that's something I'm actively working on is building a better network of collaborators to make our agency um, scales we need to to support the clients that are asking us for. 
Well, that's cool. Uh, sometime, you know, I don't know if you're open to this, but I was thinking about going to um, Owner Summit, which is going to be in San Diego. Yeah. Uh, are you going to that? I mean, even if you're not, I'd love to um, hang out with you. No, I just I meant to sign up for today, so I will. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'll I'll sign that. I'll sign up for that too. And if you're if you're open to it, I'd love to squat in your in your office. And, yeah, come hang out. See how we do. Yeah, you know. Have a have a drink with you or a yeah, conversation. You got or a full bar, um, so that won't be a problem. Oh man! Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so you know, congrats on everything. I mean, uh, it's it's really fun to you know see what you guys are doing, and um, I'm I'm just curious on a personal level, like you know, what are you um, what are you what 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 are you looking forward to in 2017? Like, uh, could be you know, it doesn't have to be a business thing. Like, what what's what are you excited about this year, and where 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 are you going to be? Uh, pointing yourself yeah um it, it's a fun year because i see this every year is that this year is the year that the company can really kind of become more established and really kind of get where we need to be and then we have to reinvent ourselves so i'm really excited to see where we're at at this 30 person mark um to see how we scale it or where we can kind of grow or what we all as a team decide to want the company to become uh, this is a fun year because now we're gonna have three more people become five year um, employees, which is awesome. So we had our first two last year. I think we have three more this year. So it's kind of fun to see, and they've all been with us. So just to kind of discuss the vision of what we want basic to be and where we want it to go. Um, that's what I'm excited about. And then also just a lot of the change and transition, you know, exploring a bit of AR, I think will be really fun. Um, yeah, just seeing what, seeing where the, the wind takes us, honestly. It's, that's what I, I just, I don't really have a plan as I mentioned. I just kind of go with the flow and try um, to do fun things. Hmm. I think this year, uh, for me, what I want to do is I just want to, uh, I feel like I want to be a better human being. Um, I, I feel like I, uh, I'm always on, like I'm always working. I don't overwork myself. I don't work late or that kind of things, but I, I feel like, um, it's important for me on a personal level to, um, yeah get back into some of like previous like friendships that are outside of the industry Your answer is better um, than mine. um <laughs> on a business level i think what i think actually what i want to do is try is to is to try to do what you said earlier just like having like absolute faith i, I think a lot of the things that i'm scared about are, are is a fear of my own ability you know mm-hmm. um and honestly, Andrew, if you Anthony, if you fail, just let it go and start over. You, it's it's yeah. you're established. I mean, it's I don't know what's you have really nothing to even start it over again. Like look how many different companies have kind of gone through the wayside and things. That's the way I look at it. I mean, I'd be devastated if we ended up for whatever reason falling apart here. But I'd look yeah. at it, pout for a minute, and then roll the sleeves and get back to work. And I think that's where the risk taking comes in and it's the reward. It's true. fun. That that's that passion. That's that fire that you get, you know, it's yeah. what excites me is that constant hustle and that stress. If it was easy, everybody would do it. I think that's what separates different groups. So, and I know you yeah. guys more than capable of that. Yeah. Um, I, I feel, you know, like I, I feel extremely excited about the team that we have and I get like, I'm like, I love like, uh, you know, bringing new people in and I'm, I'm really excited about, about potential growth. I mean, if, if I could do anything I wanted to do, I w- I'm ready to sort of take this to whatever's next. And I think for us, like, it's like maybe a, a studio somewhere else, mm-hmm. you know, and, and I don't, maybe that's stupid, but I, I feel like that's, you know, just be, because of the way that we work and the way that we do things that, that 
seems more likely. You know, like we do a lot yeah, of business yeah. in, in, in Finland and, oh, awesome. and these, other, these other places. It would like if I, if we're just talking about dreaming a bit, I, I think I would like to take what we're doing and do that somewhere else. And mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know. Culture, established yeah. culture. Yeah, that's that's yeah. that's awesome. Man. Um, I was a, I was about to let you go, and then you said something um, about having these uh, employees that have been with you for five years, and yeah. that reminded me of something you said in the first like five minutes of this show. You said something like, "You you want to make sure that your team is invested in the future." Mm-hmm. Um, how do you do that? How do you make sure? How how are people uh, able to influence uh, change and and growth in the company? Uh, yeah. Um, through a lot of open uh, conversations, um, I've developed pretty intimate relationships with the team and I've really empowered them to take things and build the company they want. Um, and so part of that is obviously the cultural fit and the alignment between all of us. Um, but they feel very comfortable coming to me and tell me when things are wrong. They feel very comfortable. Tell me when they want to work on an opportunity. Um, they also, you know, they, so a fun thing in this nature is, you know, as people grow in companies, the companies need to grow with them because they're, they're going to be chasing new opportunities and new challenges, which is one of the reasons why I've always wanted to continue to build the company larger is A, for myself and my own fulfillment is what's that next challenge, but also for the team. Erwin Hines, he's our associate creative director. So he's come in from a designer to a senior designer to a design lead to you know now an ACD. And he's kind of grown in these trenches. And now I don't think he's designed um, that much in the last six months. I mean, he definitely helps some concepts and things, but his role is really mentoring, leading the strategy, and going into that role. And he's very happy because it's a new challenge. It's and um, so just facilitating a company culture that enables people to do that while still staying true to what their best talent is. I think that's really important too. Um, I'm going to kind of ramble a little bit about this, but I think it's important. Uh, far too often, people feel like they need to grow a new new title and get away from what they're great at. Um, just because a rule calls for you to no longer be. So if you're a great designer, a great person at actually the craft of what we do, why do you feel the need to become a manager if you're not even a manager? You know, oh, the, God. So, and that happens far yeah. too often. And um, so here at the company, we really try to set it up where it's not based on structure in that sense. Um, it's more where you bring the most value to the company. And that way you can be. So if you're a great talent, you're a great designer, you're rewarded for it. And um, staying true to that, I think, is really important. I think that's how we kind of maintain that here. Yeah, man, a, a whole other conversation. But yeah, I mean, I know yeah. this is something we talked about. And it, it is, I think it's very important. You know, it's, um, I mean, and I look at myself and the career decisions I made, I know what that feels like, mm-hmm. you know, to feel like you have to leave where you're at to go somewhere else to earn more. And then the, the status quo is, oh, you want to earn more? Oh, well, you got to take more responsibilities. And those responsibilities aren't necessarily what you might enjoy doing, right? Uh, and it yeah. might not be more. It might not even be more responsibilities. It might just be a different responsibility. Yeah. Right. And it, yeah. it's it's kind of crazy. You you hire these people because of what they're great at, but then you put them in a role they have no experience in, and that no experience could be wrong completely for them. So you take away what got them where they are. Yeah. Oh, I'm so passionate about this topic, and I've yeah. definitely made that mistake at Fun Size before, and and in doing that, and I'll never do it again. Like now, I'm so like I'm so aware of this, like understanding whether someone is wired to like be a leader or like just want, like maybe you just want to be a great illustrator, right? Like why can't you earn as much as a manager, right? If, if you really value all the crafts equally, why can't like, this is something our industry just needs to be, get better at figuring Mm -hmm. out how to grow people uh, without having to turn a great designer into a shitty manager, you know? 
um, it, there's, you know, there, it's tough, you know, um, and it sounds like you, um, are, you know, have ways of doing that. You know, we're, we're trying our own ways of doing that. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 I have no idea what yeah. I'm doing. I'm making it <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes it's just diversity, right? Like, um, I find that some people like leading and designing, but they don't really want to do like, they just want to be able to kind of switch that up every now and then, yeah. you know, like, which is part of it too. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's something that we're trying right now, like giving people leadership, leadership opportunities, even if they're a junior, like junior designer, but they, maybe they know our process really well. So they do have the ability to like lead something, but they're still like leveling up as a designer. Yeah. yeah. So they're, they're getting, they're getting the sort of, um, client management expertise, but they're still growing as a junior designer or maybe from the opposite angle, you're like a design in our, in our company, we have the top roles, design director. We have three of them. Mm-hmm. And, um, but maybe it, you know, maybe for, uh, for three months, that design director isn't directing anything at all. They're just designing yep. on a project like, mm-hmm. like you're doing. And I think yeah. that that's, I don't know. Myself, John Melissa, that's how we are. It's, it's flat titles are silly. They, they matter, but you know, basically you need to do what's necessary to get the job done. And as long as you're on board with that here, that's how our team moves it forward. So it's fun. I mean, there's times that are, you know, our designers are guiding our directors and you know, it's, it's. It's great to try to maintain a flat structure even as we grow. Um, and that's, I think the next phase is learning more about how to maintain that as we scale. Whether that's small spinoff agencies within the agency like Instruments done or different remote office or, yeah, dedicated teams. Who knows? That's what we're going to try and kind of trial by fire. Yeah. Um, I would love to have a, a follow-up, you know, one-on-one talk with you and just talk about that more. You know, yeah, that, absolutely. That, this, this is what keeps me up at night. Figuring that out, right? Like okay. that, that, that question and all these things that are related to like, how do you, you know, like you said it earlier too. another thing, like you, you, you grow the business cause you're also, tr- you care about the people, right? Like, yep. like, you know, people are get you know, people are aggressive and want to learn and want to, you know, grow and do things. And, and, you know, like you said, in not so many words, but if you don't do that, then you're limiting, you're limiting some abilities uh, yep. or opportunities. And I, I, I think about this stuff all the time. Um, and I, you know, honestly, I don't really know how to do it. You know, this is the first time I've ran a company. Like, yeah. well, I've had another company, but there was four of us and we, it was different, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, no, 100%. Yeah. 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 Well, uh, Matt, I, I've taken too much of your time. I, no, uh, no, not at all. This is fun. That's cool. I talked a bit, uh, so hopefully it's <laughs> beneficial. Well, I, I've been, I've been really looking forward to, um, to talking with you ever since we hung out almost, <laughs> almost year, a year ago. Shows, yeah. It's actually, how flaky I've been, yeah. but it was a busy year last year. Ah, you're not flaky. You're just busy. Uh, um, well, sure. Hey, um, I really, I really look forward to seeing you at owner summit. I think it's like next month or the month yeah. after. And, um, um, you know, before we, before we part, um, you know, how can, how can people find you on the interweb and yeah, connect with uh, you? just pretty much all my handles are my name. Just, um, at Matt Falk, M A T T F A U L K. And then uh, be sure to check out basicagency.com. Uh, we also just shipped our year interview. So fun little microsite we put together highlighting last year. I'd love you guys to check it out. And that's just basicagency.com forward slash Y-I-R. Check it out. Thanks, Matt. You rock. No worries, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time on the Hustle Podcast. Hustle is made by FunSize, a digital design agency that works with inspiring product teams around the world. Learn more about us at funsize.co. This season of Hustles brought to you by Design Inc. 
the best place to find creative talent and receive free proposals for your project. Go to designinc.com hustle and get started today. If you're a designer and you'd like to join, you can apply at designinc.com apply. Also, thanks to Graveyard Teeth for the music and Black River Audio for mixing the show.